be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. It's a new week. It's a new week. I hope everyone's ready to get uh, with it and get some uh, good news in, get some good views in with all the different shows on ATN.Live, Conspiracy Chicks, Rained Out Rantcast, The Cole Report, and Berserker Survival will be doing a show uh, shortly coming up. So uh, we've been working behind the scenes to get that going. We got a great guest today. Sean Witzman is back joining us. His website is stophate.com. He's also involved in the film project Bloody Hill. You can find that at bloodyhill.com. Sean, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. Last time you were on, we talked all about your experience at the uh, Capitol insurrection, uh, air quotes, and it was a riveting story and as a journalist i was uh you know just listening and taking it all in because you know obviously um i've covered bilderberg and stuff so that type of situation i i couldn't even imagine there were so many people there um and just how it all went down everything you explained amazing um so everyone check out bloody hill bloodyhill.com sean welcome to the show Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's uh, so much to talk about. The uh, United States is is basically headed into a steady um, downturn. It's just like a, a freight train headed off, off a track, off a cliff or something. And um, a lot of people are noticing it. I even had people here in Mexico where I am currently uh, in American talking at well my neighbor uh talking about uh you know if things get bad um i don't know what i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna go back to the u.s and you know so like uh there's this weird uh chatter and there's this weird aura in the atmosphere right now absolutely and that's something i'm getting even from you know my friends and different sources it seems like nobody really knows what's going on um, it's pretty wild right now with everything, you know, obviously the assassination that happened in Ukraine, you tie that in with just everything else. I don't think there's any place to escape from this. That's the thing. They've got us in a, uh, proverbial box. Essentially they've got us boxed in. They've got us walled in, uh, Alex Jones used the term prison planet, you know, 20, 25 years ago. And it, I, I mean, it, it feels like that. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, different nations and stuff, uh, I guess the U S leading in it, uh, give the false sense of freedom sometimes, uh, in a way and project a lot of propaganda I've been noticing, um, even compared to like, say, uh, what, what I'm experiencing down in Mexico and maybe we'll get into that a little later, but, um, what uh what did you want to get into right off the top here i'm basically gonna turn it over to you and uh you can take us down the rabbit hole 
<laughs> well, which rabbit hole do you want to go down? <laughs> I mean, as, as far as my personal rabbit hole, I'm actually, you know, getting ready to do about a month-long road trip across the western United States. Amazing. And I'm going to go see what's left, what remains of the promise of the West. And so, you know, that's kind of an abstract thought. But I intend to be talking to a lot of people along the way and try to get as much perspective as I can, kind of going right back into what you're talking about. Which is which is how people intend to react to everything that's going on right now. Whether you want to talk about the raid on Mar-a-Lago and how people are kind of mm. you know very incensed about that, um, you know. So so it's just kind of checking the temperature of things out west in a lot of ways. The first part of that is I'm going to be at the Texas Reckoning Fest um, in Mesquite, Texas, outside yeah. of Dallas, and I think Aaron's going to be Hell seeing yeah. you there as well. Hell yeah. That's kind of my awesome. old stomping grounds from a, from a kid. Grew up in Garland. Uh, I have family that live in Dallas and Mesquite. I'm gonna I'm excited to come out and meet y'all and, and hang out and all that stuff. So everybody needs to come out and support uh, the Texas Reckoning Fest, guys. Let's uh, let's show up my Texas folk. Yeah, and there's Heck gonna yeah. be a lot of great people there. I mean, obviously Mike Lindell is gonna be the keynote speaker, so he's always got something interesting to say. Uh Wano Savin's gonna be there, Gene Ho. Um, you know, obviously David Summerall from stophate.com and another, and another guy from our movie, bloody hill, Trinis Evans will be there. So, so I think it'll be a very good event. Uh, Lara Logan, she's supposed to be there as well. So really kind of a who's who in a lot of ways of, of people that are maybe a little more aware of what's going on than us, but even they seem a little bit, uh, perplexed these days yeah scary times well i noticed that yeah how many people they're expecting to um turn out you know i haven't even heard those numbers i don't even know how big the venue is Uh, i'm sure some you can kind of uh sympathize where a lot of this stuff is just like fly by the seat of your pants and you get told one day you're going to be here and then you decide you're going to be there um so you're just kind of in a a constant state of uh, sleep deprivation, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chef, if I could just ask Sean something, because this has been weighing heavy on my mind. You, speaking of numbers, membership, after I went J6, you asked me, Bethany, like, how many people do you guesstimate were, that were there? And I straight up said to you, I said, Shep, I couldn't even throw out a number at you because I've never seen that many people, for real. So I don't know. I don't go by the news or anything like that. You know, the mainstream media here. So I just want to ask Sean, like, how many people did you think were there? I mean, obviously, they were all spread. Everybody was spread out in different places, too, at different times. But what do you say about that? I mean, it, it was absurd. There were millions there. And that's I was laughing because I've kind of been going back through and digging through the inspector general's report um on what the department of defense did that day and when you look back i think it was at like 12 30 p.m sometime around there uh i believe it was the advisor stephen miller had sent an email and said that the estimates that he said that there were twenty thousand people at the ellipse and eighty thousand at the lincoln memorial so it's like they were again it's bizarre where everything that you saw they were just coming up with excuses to not activate more National Guard. And so I was really laughing at that. And actually, you know, as I go through that document, I tend to redline things and make little notes. And, and the note I made there was, LOL, what, what the... F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because that, that's just absurd. And I know that there were a lot of different reports. I mean, I had heard a report there that day that estimated it at 4 million, which I think is probably overkill. But I think it's really, really hard to say. I mean, every single street was just packed with people. 
Um, and even around the ellipse and the Washington Monument, you could barely move. So, yeah, I agree 100%. I remember it was kind of cool, um, you know, where where President Trump was talking from. There was people like, well, I noticed people like climbing on things, including up in the trees. You had people like in the trees, you know, and like it was pretty cool. But no, that's interesting because, yeah, there were so many people spread out. But they did the same thing, remember, with Bilderberg, Occupy Bilderberg 2012. I mean, the mainstream media, well, whoever, not really mainstream media. What was the name of the quote-unquote mainstream media that was there, Shep. They had, uh, like, the London Guardian and some local outlets and stuff like that. Yeah, who was from Fox News, though? It's a spinoff of Fox News. I always forget the name of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't um, remember now. Whatever. But they did the same thing for that. Remember, Shep, they said there was, like, 100 people there or something. Yeah, there was, like, maybe, like, three to 5,000 or something like that over the weekend total, maybe. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I mean, that's something that you're going to see all the time um, is they try to twist that narrative. They try to say things that are, are demonstrably false to anybody that was there. They're laughable, um, but they don't care because as long as they can get a certain section of the population to buy into their BS. And they will, too. They and they'll, they'll buy right into it. They uh, feed them the shit sandwich and they eat it and they love it. Uh, we'll be back in a moment with our guest, Sean Witzman. Stay tuned bloodyhill.com hi everyone shepherd ambellas here and i wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the ambellas talk network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 news talk and commentary atn.live has it all great shows like rained out rantcast conspiracy chicks berserker survival the Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole, and I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, 
contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails. Sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepherd and Bella Show. They got that Operation Mockingbird propaganda going full swing. The Smith-Munt Act, all that. The Obama administration had set it up to where they can basically do what they want and just lie on the news. But then, like, Alex Jones can't even have an opinion. So um, it's like a crazy direction they're going because everything is sourced by these fake sources like certain um things i uh, like i just have no trust in them like um wikipedia uh for instance in my opinion i just don't like to use it um and there's a lot of things like that that they feel like they steer you away you know i can tell that information's being scrubbed from youtube from google search engines because as a journalist I can go in and search things and know where to find documents and reports and images. And then the next thing you know, like you go check like a year later and they're scrubbed and you try to do like a deep search and you can tell they're trying to get rid of them because it's like a problem for them if certain uh, things are lingering around on the internet. So everything seems to be tailored and they're erasing our history. They're doing the old uh, Tartaria trick in modern day on the internet just washing it away our guest sean witzman his website stophate.com and bloodyhill.com uh what do you think about them just like straight up erasing that history like that on uh many fronts i don't know i think that's kind of encouraging in its own weird way <laughs> i mean if they're if, if they're that paranoid now where we can see them scrubbing things in live time then that kind of lets you know that the message is getting through and i think that that's something you know when i do go on the road that i see more and more um even when you deal with some of the you know kind of kind of more leftist organizations out there is that i think even they are seeing that and and when it comes to like you know the jab um the the proof is speaking for itself there so i think a lot of people are having to wake up to it um and it's very ugly but that's that's where it's at. It's people are waking up and and, you know, the bad guys, they're pretty terrified of this, you know, and rightfully so, I guess. What do you oh. think about uh, Brian Stelter leaving his uh -huh. post? I, I, feel, I don't know if that's a victory or maybe they're going to try to upgrade it. But that that is that is the best thing I've ever seen before in my life. I, I love all the memes on the on the on the Twitter webs and all that kind of shit right now. It's so good. Well, as Brian will let you know, <laughs> it's hard to combat memes. And that guy yeah. is a walking meme. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Well, uh, you I know, love it. I love him. 
losing <laughs> his job there. I think I heard he was sad. I haven't seen it. I heard he was like sad on the way out or something, um, you know. And um, I think it. I don't know. Was that you talking about that on the show yesterday? Where where um, he said that uh, you know he had he had a hard time leaving or something like that. I haven't seen it, but um, oh, I think that was I think that was rant. Oh, okay, show. yeah, uh, yeah. That sounds. You know, he like the way Rant was explaining it was like, um, you know, he thinks that America loves him and he should be on on the air still. So I don't know. Um, They're now saying nearly three quarters. I mean, do we believe anything they say? But basically, you know, in this instance, it's probably true. It's probably even way more. Nearly three quarters of Americans think that the United States is heading in the wrong direction under President Joe Biden. And this is according to yet another bad poll for the president ahead of the midterm elections. And they're saying that now 74% of Americans think that the country is on the wrong track and I guess 21% feel the nation's headed in the right direction. I don't know how uh, anyone could really think that it's like, you know, just everything um, has been getting to me lately. Uh, Even like the, the products that we use and the packaging and who, um, who approves the final uh, product you get. Like I had this, uh, instant Folgers coffee that I had to use because it's like all the store had and I wanted coffee and I was, wasn't going to like drive across town to this other place. And so they had like these instant, um, Folgers packets that you can like tear the top off. They have those little jagged edges on them. And I, you know, you tear the edges down and then it leaves part of the packet hanging on there. And it has like this, little corner piece that's like has coffee trapped in it and then that's flinging around and then half your coffee fucking shoots all over the counter and it's like okay really like really you couldn't have made a uh you know the thing where you fucking rip it from the side and it just goes and it and then it's just like a clean cut and you just like dump it in the cup it's it's like who makes this shit Right. I, I think the only people that make good shit anymore are, are people like us. People like uh, us and Sean. That take we pride. Make, we make good stuff. You take we pride in their work and their, and have good well, work. I'm just it. curious. Is is that it's like you're talking about that. And I wonder how they're going to prepackage the cockroaches that we're going to have to eat here in five years. Well, right? you can guarantee that it'd be like, yes, um, I'll tell you how they'll do it. Let me guarantee this is guaranteed now. Okay. You guys ready? They're going to um, be definitely individually packaged in a box, a little tiny box, because, I mean, you got to waste a bunch of packaging and take up room in semi-trucks. So they'll probably use a pretty heavy cardboard. And then once you open this box, because they got to have like a storefront face on it, like they can't just have like a cockroach in a bag. But in the bag will then be made with you know, it won't be easy to open. It'll be like this, um, that shit. They seal those big bubble wrap things with like that impenetrable plastic. So like you're ripping it open, but like you can't get it open. And when you finally do, you've smushed the entire cockroach into a pulp and it's basically just like a pussy ooze. And that's more than likely how they'll package them. 
I don't know. I think that's a lot of wishful thinking to assume that there's going to be any moisture left in the cockroach. I, I feel like they're going to be more like dry treats. <laughs> Beef jerky. Crunchy, Ooh. extra crunchy. Oh, just straight um, up uh, hollow, like a locust casing. Like it, they won't even give you like a beef jerky roach with some weight to it. They'll just like, you'll get like a lo- like a used locust casing and it'll just be like, bleh, like it'll be like sticking to your tongue, like a fly wing. They're going yeah, to be like in the government chickens. training camps with all the kids. They're starting to anyway. I don't know if you guys saw them. Uh, there was a, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, Sean, continue, oh, no. but I mean, there was just, they're starting to teach it in schools. There was a video. I think, did you post that Aaron? Was it you oh, or God. I, oh, I forget I, where I saw it, but, but basically I, I think it was in Canada, but of course, you know, it's going to, they're just like, they were passing. It was a teacher and it showed him like talking about, you know, eat it like it's good uh, to eat this stuff and was passing out these packets and they were discussing it. And mm-hmm. that's how they're going to do it at the government training camps. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, I would, I would like to say there is a point like Mike Adams was talking about. I listened to that, um, Aaron, but like he was saying, there's a point, you know, that people get to, there's a a tipping point actually. And I would love to say that I don't think people would tolerate that, but look at how much we're tolerating with the pedophilia and everything what's going on. You know, these, you know, these reputable hospitals, supposedly reputable, you know, are promoting spaying and neutering, neutering our children. I mean, we're living in a society where we're allowing, you know, children under age to decide if they want to be spayed and neutered. And that's what they're doing to these kids. But sorry, I didn't mean to take it really down the rabbit hole too much down there, but I'll, I'll sit back and listen now. You're good. Uh, They're making us tolerate a lot of stuff with bugs. You don't have a freedom of speech. Um, People that, I guess, get Listen, lit. bugs have feelings, too, and they need that freedom of speech. <laughs> For sure. And and they, 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 they make us tolerate too much. They make us tolerate the bugs. They make us tolerate not having freedom of speech. They make us tolerate... Uh, and, then, and then blow up other things that are very small to, to, take, away, to ta- take away our rights and in all of that kind of things and i know sean can can get into that as well but there i I don't really know how to approach this in in the um i know we're not censored here or anything but to say this the right way they're taking away any avenue to to try to reconcile our differences either with corporations or with governments they want us to shut the fuck up and you obey and I don't really know how to to approach that the the right way. I just come up with anger, and that's what they want us to do for sure. They want you angry. They want you hungry. And they want you to shut the fuck up. I don't know how really to kick that to anybody. Well, right now, a lot of people, but, uh, if a lot of, interested, a lot of people too. Um, you know, they've they've got them worn out with their daily grind, right? So mm-hmm. if you if you're at a point to where um, you know, say you want to take action and you want to, I don't know, go protest some shit or become a journalist or make a film or, you know, you want to get the word out. You're like an information warrior or whatever. Right. So, um, you go out, you try to get the word out, you know, they've making this so hard though, that it's like climbing Mount Everest every morning, uh, compared to what it like used to be. And, they're blocking things through algorithm through their ai 
through um you know like elon musk is warned about shit like this if you know i don't even know what to think about elon musk um i'm thinking like some type of cia front man or something so they can have two parallel space agencies that one appears to be private and then that way they don't have to keep government records and they could just be like shooting people to Mars and they could all be dying in tests. And, uh, finally they'll get it after like a thousand tests or something. Um, you know, who knows? Um, or maybe they keep the flat earth narrative going. I mean, who, you know, I mean, it could be anything people speculate, but, um, uh, just the whole thing. I mean, like they're literally like running people's voices through, like they run like, um, Alex Jones's voice through a, uh, thing and it says, look, hey, this guy's talking again. We need to shut him up or uh, we better throw the old COVID. Well, we better put up the old malicious website warning. He just released a new documentary. Make sure it says this website is harmful information. You know, um, this is the kind of shit they do. But isn't that all just the information control that we're talking about on a grander scale? I mean, it's like putting parental warning labels on things. It does nothing but promote whatever it is. And I think we've seen the same thing where when people would see a COVID label or anything else, they go and look at it. And I think throughout all this, it's you have to be aware that what we are going through right now is an interim state. Right. So this isn't this isn't the end all be all. I don't think the United Nations is really the structure that they're looking to build with this technocracy. And so everything right now is just about twisting the truth up and getting people angry. And if they can get us all to kill each other, then that's just less work for them. And then they come in in the aftermath of all this and rise up from the ashes and rebuild this kind of, you know, fascist, you know, neo feudalist totalitarian hell. And so it's really about who's going to be there after the collapse. Right now, they're, they're just collapsing things. So they don't care about the United States. They don't care about Russia. They don't care about China. Those are just tools. And even the left-right paradigm, these are just tools that they're using to, to basically turn us against each other and ensure a societal collapse that they can rebuild. Now, do Shit. you believe that uh, with the societal collapse that you're speaking of um, – do you believe that that uh, collapse is taking advantage of some type of actual um, potential event that they know about and they're uh, running with it at the same time and going live with it and writing that out? Or do you think that um, this collapse that we're headed into is 100% fictitious and contrived? Well, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, whether they have advanced knowledge of something that's going to happen, which is kind of the typical game that's always been played throughout history when you right. deal with, you know, witch doctors. <laughs> um, yeah. It, you know, it, w whether they know that there's going to be an eclipse and they're making us all believe things, it, it really doesn't matter. I think that in the end, you have to look and see that this power structure that they've built is a facade. Right. And. And the longer we buy into it, that's what really gives it its legitimacy. It's, it's, you know, that's kind of a pretty simple concept from political science is that legitimacy, you know, really does come, come from the consent of the governed. And yeah. if we're allowing ourselves to be governed by this structure they're building, then that's what gives it legitimacy. So it doesn't really matter what's true or what's fake. It's what we believe. Why do you think a, a lot of people yearn to be governed? Because, um, you know, um, 
do you think it's just like programming instilled into him like a football type mentality? Um, some type of, uh, thing that, that where they're just taught, this is how it is and that's how it always should be. So therefore it was, or, um, do you think it's just sustained propaganda? Like, um, cause it seems like a, like a good majority of people, like they have trust in their government and, um, still believe the narrative. I mean, not a ma- I don't know about a majority, but I mean, a good number of people. Well, personally, you know, I think that a lot of that comes from not having a proper relationship with the spiritual world around you mm-hmm. or with God. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of frame that in whatever terms we want to. But I think at some point we have to realize that our place within this universe Mm. is one of freedom. We're going to go to a break. Let's talk about that on the other side. Excellent show. Sean Witzman's with us. We'll be back. Stophate.com, bloodyhill.com. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. original beat judgment day by shepherd ambellis remember if you need an all original beat contact shepherd ambellis copyright 2020 hi everyone shepherd ambellis here and i wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the ambellis talk network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 news talk and commentary atn.live has it all great shows like rained out rantcast conspiracy chicks berserker survival the cole report and my show the shepherd ambellis show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also Don't forget to support the network. 
scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. He's Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show. Our guest, Sean Witzman, his website, stophate.com, bloodyhill.com. Before the break, it kind of cut him off, but uh, I guess we were getting like spiritual with it or religious. Do you you think this is a spiritual battle, Sean? Yeah, I do. I do. How can it? uh, we, We can frame it in a lot of different terms. And I think human beings throughout history have done that. And that's what you see in mythology or even in science. It's us trying to understand the world around us and whatever terminology is available to us. So I think that this is very much a spiritual battle when you're talking about this, you know, these diametrically opposed ideas of what humanity should be, whether we should go and lock ourselves inside the metaverse or whether we should be free to explore the universe and go surf the cosmos, as I always say. Um, I tend to be on the side that wants to surf the cosmos. Absolutely. So to me, it is very spiritual. Absolutely. You know, that that isn't uh, a crazy thing that I guess society and civilization has to deal with now is we're to the point of this metaverse they had a video game back in the day. I can't remember what it was called, um, but I think it was it was like real life or something like that. And it um, linked into like real money somehow. And I think you could like build things. And I was trying to wrap my head around it. This was like way back. And then now they have like a metaverse and it's, I guess it could just generate uh, endless revenue and keep people trapped within it. And pretty soon, I guess they'll just have this like metaverse, like womb thing that they put you in almost like a meat locker. And it's like a pod, like a temperature control pod. And you can just go in there and live out your life. They'll have like uh, straws feeding you baby food and some type of like, um, perpetual shitter hooked up or something like astronauts use. I don't know. And like people will, yeah, no, they'll, they'll, they'll pay for this shit. I mean, this is, uh, this is the wave of the future. Well, it's like when you were asking what people would tolerate, right? Well, we're watching it right now. People are tolerating it very well, being locked inside of their homes and told what to think and, and told what they can eat. And they're being squared away and exterminated. So it's like when we talk about a future in the metaverse, there is no future in the metaverse. That's just a tool. That's that's literally putting cattle into the into the you know into the slaughter. Well, that's Fo- all it is. Fox News was coming out, and they were saying uh, that these vaccines 
will basically kill you uh, and have killed a bunch of people. They had some guy on there and they're like, well, we can't vouch for his numbers, but they were letting them report and they were basically reporting. And they were saying like, look, um, these things have killed like over a million Americans or, or whatever. And um, we know that they're very bad and we always have known that, you know, and, uh, a lot of people had this information early on and the alternative media was trying to get the word out and, and there was doctors doing, there were doctors doing real tests and real studies. And then there was obviously like full on propaganda and all this stuff. But it, it's like now two years later, they're coming out and people are starting to catch wind that it could be bad if you took the vaccine I find that crazy uh, to believe um, that, you know, the lag is uh, two, two, two plus years. Well, didn't they talk about doing that in the Spars papers? I mean, yes. wasn't this all pretty much predicted at some point? I mean, and that's something yes. that I think we have to be very careful about in all this is that we're watching the great othering. And something that I've thought with all these quarantine camps and all these procedures and everything else is that when it when it dawns on everyone that those who've been you know quadruple vaccinated are actually the ones that are responsible for the spread of all this illness, then it's like the great plot twist. And they've got all of us who haven't taken it or have resisted it where we feel superior. And then they do a switch around and it's the great othering of those people and we're watching them be taken off. So I can mm. I can just see a plot twist coming. I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. But I, I do feel like there's going to be a big swing and it's going to be very hard. Listen, for listen, to not get I say take them to the camps. They wanted us to go to camps when we were unvaccinated. They want, you know, well, but that's exactly <laughs> no, my point. No, I know. Exactly I, I'm kind of just acting it up. But like, uh, you know, the, I mean, this is like the thought process that goes into this. And you know what? They basically use this type tactic in Nazi Germany wedge wedge and division right um i think it was in the spars i haven't looked into it yet i think charlie robinson put out a post out there that uh in spars like the nih or whatever fauci's position is he would resign and then next would be the cdc head so if that happens uh fauci's supposed to resign in december i believe or by december if hey, we see that, that is the cdc happen, head that robert redfield dude uh, no, uh, Rochelle Walensky oh, is the, okay. the head right now. If she resigns, then I'm gonna. I said never go, never go. Uh, I, I replied to Charlie. It's like never go full script, and, <laughs> and you know, from uh, from Trump, from uh, whatever the damn movie is, Tropic Thunder or whatever. <laughs> never go full retard kind of thing. Like never follow the script 100. percent Please do not do that because it, it will cause. If if whatever happened on um, January sixth, uh, I think it was a lot of provocateurs, of course, but they're mostly provocateurs. If if something like that happens with the vaccine kind of shit, and all these people were lied to, it will be uh, exponentially worse. Is all I can well, say. Yeah, think about it. They've they've tried other things to get people to go full retard and riot, and and among those things, you know, you can talk about abortion. Uh, you know, they'll try to pull back the police stuff and nothing really seems to be provoking the American people, even all the way up mm. to Trump being uh, you know, raided. I mean, I guess they'll try to perp walk Trump and see what happens there. But in the end, the great thing that they'll do is they'll just tell everybody, oh, yeah, you know, those shots we gave you. Yeah, you're all going to die in a year. 
and then you watch up. and then you watch the chaos ensue. Oh God! It'd I was thinking epic, they they probably got levels. it set up like like Gattaca, where um, but it's like it you know the you go in to get your uh, vaccine because they they talk you into it or whatever, and then they check your social credit score, and then they're like, oh, we got a red capper. They're like, give me the red cap. And they go get the specific lot number and batch of vaccine that's mm-hmm. they're told for, for your gene pool. Cause either, either you got a lack of, you got a genetic deficiency according to them, which could even be that you have a gene that allows you to think for yourself for all we know. Uh, another thing, it could be racial specific or, or homosexual, heterosexual specific, uh, you know, do they want you to procreate or not? You know, so uh, maybe one cap uh, says sterilize them. Maybe one cap says kill them and one cap's placebo. And then you got like this Gattaca type scenario to where the population of the future will be weaned down to exactly who and what they want. The cream of the crop, the select few, but it's it's not like really the cream of the crop, like battle of the fittest, like pick the best athletes and Olympians mixed with uh, nerds and their brains. It's like, it's like cream of the crop of the total shit that they want, which is everything backwards. So you basically got like the worst of the worst. And isn't that what the Nazi religion was really about? Yeah. I mean, and, and to see them carry it out again, right in front of everyone. No, not one guy's batting an eye. Man, There's nothing new the under the castle. sun. Nothing new under the sun, though. The new world order is an old world order. They've been trying to accomplish them, this from day one, and I, I agree about it being a spiritual war. Um, you know, Ephesians six, twelve says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." And I would say, yeah, that that's kind of ringing pretty true for me. I would say. You just do that off the dome, Bethany? Uh, no, <laughs> she knows no, like I every do, I do have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. perfect. Perfect yes. pool, though. Oh, my gosh. I was about to say, if you had that off the dome. Yeah. <laughs> and it talks pool. about putting the full armor of God on, which is pretty cool, too. I can read that if you want me to. Yeah. All right. That's a Where, go for it. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambellis Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows 
ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellus Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellus Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellus Show, with Shepherd Ambellus and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellus here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellus. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellus. Copyright 2020. He prefers Dog Man over Bigfoot and Moth Man. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show. All right, everyone, do not forget. Remember, all right, remember, don't forget. <laughs> support <laughs> ATN.live. Go to the bottom of the page and support the network. We need your support until we get sponsors and all that. Uh, we're working on all the um, line network liners and commercials and show rotations and getting it more you know we kind of got the rough draft going and um we're honing it in but we need your support so main page scroll down to the bottom show some love thanks our guest today stophate.com is his website and bloodyhill.com where you can find his film bloody hill uh the whole july um or uh, what is it? Did I say July? January 6th? Just, uh, just go with July. Uh, 1776. The whole July, yeah, July 1776 <laughs> episode. Oh, great. So, yeah, the uh, alleged uh, insurrection, uh, he was at and it was documented. Um, and you can check all that out. So, uh, I guess, where could we go from here? We talked about how... Um, shitty the pro some of these pr products are in the u.s we talked about uh how willing the sheeple are to go along with certain things 
and it seems like more and more. So yeah, a, a lot of people are, um, are becoming aware of what's going on, but at the same time you got, I feel like there's like this big, um, pool of people that are, that's growing exponentially of people who are, are buying the propaganda. So it's like bizarre. It's like this, um, it's almost like a 50, 50, like info war. And it's just like, they take an inch, we take an inch, they take an inch, we take an inch. But I don't know. I mean, if, if, um, people don't get proactive, and share this show, everyone, by the way, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, if, pe if people don't get pro and five starred on Apple podcasts, uh, right yes. now and do a review. But, uh, if people don't get proactive, just, I was kind of joking about that, but like not really because that is being proactive because this information needs to go out because I was thinking about this earlier more often than not, you know, there's all these podcasts, there's all this information you got uh, people could listen to the Joe Rogan show. They could go tenfold hat. They could listen to, or they could watch Sean's documentary, bloody hill, bloody hill.com, you know, whatever it is that you're consuming. A lot of times, uh, people are busy in their lives and they don't have time to talk about that with other people or share, or they're scared to share it with certain people at work and stuff. But honestly, like, People need to have the nerve and the balls and like mm -hmm. get some time and find time to start doing the old info warrior style shit where you go out and put some time into this and don't just let all the people doing the podcast and stuff like have, there's all this content there that you could defeat the new world order with. And it's like, go fire, launch all weapons. <laughs> But like no one's launching all weapons. They're just like walking around, like just like looking at the weapons, like polishing them, and listening to them. Right. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> That's why I think it's it's really important what what like uh, Sean's doing. He's going around to all these events. He's talked to like people like Roger Stone, so many other people I see on his Twitter account. He's doing interviews with, and he's going out there getting to these events and everything. And I'm gonna be with him on a. Uh, at this one in Texas in Mesquite. That's going to be awesome. Uh, one more time, Sean. I forgot the name already. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the uh, te te Texas Reckoning. Yes, that's going to be so cool. Um, you, you got to talk to Roger Stone. I saw yeah. that interview. What was what your feel from that guy? Because I, I feel like he's pretty pretty cool. Like, he's a, he's a pretty base guy. But, I mean, he's tied in kind of with Trump these days, like Alex Jones. What was your kind of vibe from him, though? That's well, what I was kind of wondering. Yeah, I've, I've interacted with with Roger Stone a couple of times. I mean, even when I was in DC covering everything, he was giving speeches and I was standing right next to him for that. Oh, wow. um, you know, so that was, that was something that just kind of happened. I mean, my own opinions of Roger Stone is I think he's, you know, pretty fantastic from the standpoint of a political operative. Mm. Um, so, you know, I guess for me, there's a lot of respect there, regardless of how I may feel about some of his tactics, I recognize that it's politics and it's a dirty game. Right. And he certainly understands that game. You're not going to, you're not going to trick him into things. And I actually may have upset him a little bit. I felt like the last time we interviewed and it was, and again, it may have been just that it was brief, but it's like, you know, he had said he didn't want to talk about something. And then I kind of found a way to ask the same question again. There you go. And you're, that was you're about a journalist. You well, and that it. was, 
you got to, you got to try. And, and, but I mean, that was the end of the interview. You're not going to, you're not going to pull any tricks on that guy after as many years as he's played the game. Um, but I think in the end, it's like you look at how Roger has tried to advise Trump. And I think that that's worthy of looking at, but, um, man, I, I don't know what to say about the political scene. Um, it just seems to be a lot of, a lot of fakes out there and it's really hard to tell who's real and who's not. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if this thing ever completely falls apart and, you know, those who've perpetrated these crimes of, you know, trying to take over the United States through the new world order, I think when they're brought to justice, we're going to be surprised to see who were, who the good guys and who the bad guys were. And it may be something where it's every bit as confusing as the end of world war two, to be honest. I mean, it's, Humanity is a, a strange thing. Yeah, it I would is. think so. I would think so. Oh my god, I, I find it real, real strange. Um, we we talk about like conservative media, and then and then we can get into like these hot button issues. With uh, I don't know if we want to go this way. Just cut me off anytime, guys. Um, since I got the floor for a second, but um, we see these hot button issues with conservative people. We we. The the I don't know if it's New World Order or whoever it is, who's ever in, in charge. They they can see where they can kind of aggravate people real quick, real easy. Pedophilia, uh, transgender stuff. I'm trying to figure out where I want to take this question, but do you think at some point we they're kind of programming us us people that are very we we don't like that shit at all. But is there a way you think that they could be doing it on in a in a purposeful way? To an extent, like blowing it up. Because I kind of talked about this on my show. I was talking about four ways to collapse a society. And we see all this shit going on with schools and teachers. And we're seeing shit during the summer. And is that just a way to kind of keep us Yeah, like how are they having those uh, drag queens show up to the uh, kindergarten? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's meant to like anger us because I mean it makes me angry and I know I'm sure well, I, I think they everything. try to normalize it or something too but it's not they I mean could. that's like that, that's just like like insane mm-hmm. well for me that's really where I lean on experience in writing fake news okay <laughs> you know th- that's where I started right, so it's right. like I'm I'm pretty acutely aware of how to agitate yes um, yes specific for, demographics yeah mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's like I had made the joke or I had said the tweet about about if you want conservatives to share misinformation, just sprinkle something about gay sex into it. <laughs> yes, that was it. That was it. Yeah. And that's 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 the reality is it doesn't take much. I mean, monkeypox. So that's how they got the monkeypox uh, story to spread. I, I really <laughs> think so. When I look at that, because I think that with monkeypox, really what you're seeing probably is more the, you know, the effects of the vax on some level. But they would like conservatives to share this, and they know the way to do that is to tie it in with gay sex. And then conservatives go, oh, yeah, you see, all the gay people are dying. You know, it's more of that great othering. That's all mm-hmm. I see going on. And, <sighs> and I just think that really all ends of the political spectrum are susceptible to this. And if, and if you accept the premise that a psychological war is being, um, right. you know, waged Deducted. on the American people then you have to understand that they're going to attack all aspects of our life. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to come from all angles because it's all about pushing a narrative. It's all about nudging everyone in a specific direction. So I think, I think you're right on the money when, when you say that personally. Absolutely. 
Sean, uh, God bless you, sir. Sean, plug your stuff on the way out and tell everyone how to get your stuff. Yeah, it was great to talk to you all. You can you follow well. me at Free Range Journalist uh, pretty much anywhere or find my name, A-S-H-A-W-N-W-I-T-Z-E-M-A-N-N. That's all social media. Bloodyhill.com, stophate.com. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. We're going to have to get, get you on again and really get into the documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of these days. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he falls the Everybody way he go falls watch it. every time. Hey. Yeah. Please watch it's it. Great, great doc. Bloodyhill.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambellus Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, Don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. 